What if you could do something you already do and something you love and get paid for it in your retirement? I'm Joe Casey, and this is the Retirement Wisdom Podcast. And this season, we're looking into eight building blocks of a great retirement and spotlighting some people who have found ways to get what I call a twofer, something they're involved in that gives them benefits in two of those eight categories. And today, we'll be talking with someone who's found a way to combine wellness and work. And make no mistake, many people as they approach retirement are completely done with work. That's great. But there are others who want to continue not to work full time. They're done with that, but find ways to work on their own terms. Harry King is an 81-year-old fitness instructor in South Carolina. Exercise and working out has always been a big part of his life from very early on. He had a long and successful career as a VP of sales and marketing in the insurance industry, followed by a second encore career as a business coach. And in retirement, he came across an opportunity to combine something he loves to do, exercise, with the opportunity to teach others. And so he became a certified fitness instructor and today works with people of all ages, inspiring them to really work out correctly. And it's not for some of his older clients about getting buff, so to speak. It's more about being fit and healthy to be able to live a great lifestyle in retirement. And so that's our topic today. How can you use some of your skills, experience, interests, and pursuits in a way to continue to work if you'd like, but also to help others? Harry, thanks for joining us. Oh, you're more than welcome. So, Harry, could you tell us about your career in sales and marketing and your second act as a business coach? Well, actually, uh, sales and marketing, I had a real weird route to get there. I was uh, joined the company as a junior auditor and eventually made my way up to working in agency administration. And from there, I had a, a mentor that believed in me and coached me a lot. and had the guts to name me vice president of sales and marketing. So that was a that was a good career path I took, a fun career path. And a lot of people today are retired and thinking about coming back into the workforce. Tell us about what you're doing now and what you like most about it. Well, right now I'm uh, I have two jobs. I'm still a business coach. I opened I started a business coaching firm back in in 2000 and still doing that but not pursuing clients i've kept the ones i've had and i'm still coaching them but i uh, had an opportunity to work at a gym i've worked out was working out at the gym all the time and one day i went in they had a help wanted sign i said well i'm coming in all the time why not getting paid for it so i applied and got the job and later on a position came up for a trainer so I went and got my certification and uh, applied for the job as trainer, and here I am. And tell us about the the clients that you train. What's the range of ages? What what are the people like that you're you're training at the gym? My youngest is early teens, mid teens, and my oldest would be a ninety year old guy that has come in. I've helped him a little bit. So we got a wide range of clients. The majority are probably in the uh, 50 and above. What's it been like going from being retired to doing what you're doing now, working working again? Well, 
I jumped into this job as as a trainer. Actually, I started working behind the front desk at a gym. I was I was retired for a few years. Needed to do something because you got to have a sense of purpose to get up every day, right? That's important. If you don't, if you can't define that, you're going to waste some valuable years. Uh, our later years, we can do so much and uh, achieve so much and uh, enjoy life so much. I started a business coaching firm after I'd been retired about five or six years because somebody at one of my former managers asked me to coach him. So it grew from there. I still have some clients. But then a few years ago, I was working at the gym and working out at the gym and saw a help wanted sign. I said, I'm going in almost every day. Why not get paid for it? So I applied, I got the job, and then a trainer position came open. And I said, hey, that'd be kind of cool. That fits in with my business coaching. You train people the same way you coach them. And you coach them the same way you manage them as you were an executive. So it all tied together. All three careers, I think, have used the same skills to be successful. So you mentioned sense of purpose. Tell me a little bit about what advice you might offer people listening who are looking for that new purpose in retirement. I would say look for things that you enjoy doing. Look for the things that that affect you emotionally and find define that purpose. Look for it. Find it. What do you what do you want to achieve? What do you want to what can you do to make the world a better place? And do it. If you can get paid for it, that's great. If you do it as a volunteer, that's great too. We we need a lot of volunteers out in if you're not if you look sitting at home retired, don't know what to do, find a place to volunteer. So Harry, when I read about your story in Fortune magazine, what jumped out to me was you're an example of someone who took something you love to do and found a way to return to work helping others with it. And What's your involvement with exercise been prior to working at the gym? Tell us a little bit about your routine and, and how it's evolved over the years. Well, I, I started out, my exercise program started out in high school as, you know, as an athlete. I played a lot of basketball as after I got out of school. I you know, picked up softball and volleyball and a lot of sports like that. I've always enjoyed sports. I took up karate at age 55, won two world championships in my early 60s. And so it's, it's always a matter of being active. And part of being active physically is going to the gym, uh, working out, getting stronger, getting more flexible. Now, I've been having these conversations for the last seven years, and that's the first time I heard someone mention casually, I won two world championships. So tell us a little bit more about, <laughs> about, the, about that, that journey. Well, it was in our style of karate, World Tang Sudo Association, and I naturally fought in the 50 and above. I was in my early 60s, so I was at a slight disadvantage. But but you, when you do something, you train hard for it. You take it serious. And I was able to do that. And fortunate enough, I won two worlds and came in second in two other worlds I went to. So... In fact, in the in the regional championship, which was a five state championship, 
I competed probably about six times, and I came in second in my first one to my instructor, and I never lost again, so I won four regional championships, and that was in the 35 and above age group. So, you, Very you just yeah, you just go after it. You you work hard. You find out what you love to do, and you work hard hard at that skill. But in most important, you enjoy doing it. Here's a question for you: What will you be doing next? Registration is now open for our second Design Your New Life and Retirement Small Group Coaching Program. It starts on April 26th. And there's an early registration discount available until March 26th. You'll find the link in the show notes. It'll take you to a page on our website that gives you all the details you'll need. I hope to see you there. Hope you'll join us. So as a fitness coach, what are some of the things that we older, older adults who work out need to pay more attention to than perhaps we do? Well, I think one of the things that jumps out at me that a quick answer to that question is do more strength training. I see a lot of older people come in and they go to the treadmill or some other cardio machine. But it's real important as we get older, we start losing that muscle mass what it, in our 30s. And if we don't do something to combat that, we end up losing strength. We lose the bone density. So if we can use strength training to strengthen those bones, to strengthen those muscles, we're going to have a better retirement lifestyle. And on retirement lifestyle, what have you learned that you'd like to pass on to others about really crafting the right type of lifestyle for you? Gosh, that's that's a, a complex question, but I, I think my simple answer is to identify the things I really enjoy doing and find a way to do those things. If it means getting in better shape so I can have the physical ability to do those things, I got to get in better shape. If if it's to take up a new hobby, like karate, for instance, or painting, or any kind of work, writing, I've tried all of those things to find the things I enjoy and work out. And working out happened to be one of the things I enjoy doing. And you hit on something that I have seen where it's things you enjoy, but also things that have the right degree of challenge to them, too. So you're, you've got some growth and, and challenge involved. Absolutely. We need to challenge ourselves on a regular basis. I mean, but let's don't be complacent with our lives. We've got there's so much out there, so much a life we have to live. And the more we challenge ourselves, those mountains we climb, not Everest, but the other mountains we have in front of us that we can climb that make us stronger, that make, make us enjoy the victories, to, or help us enjoy the victories. we got to pursue those things, I think. Or that's my philosophy. I agree. It's good to have the next hill to climb, if not a mountain, at least a hill. Yeah. <laughs> that you find, find interesting. And so what advice would you offer people on how to use their skills and experience they acquired in their career? in perhaps a different way now in retirement? Look for those things for those, the part of the job that you enjoy. Look for those things you can do that either can give you some supplemental pay in retirement or help the community. But identify those things, those parts of the job you really enjoyed when you were working. 
and find a place to use those. My, I was uh, in a management position, and I had to hone my people skills. Well, I'm still honing those people skills as a business coach, and now as a fitness trainer, they all tie together. You manage, I train people the way I coach people, the way I manage people when I was in the workforce, so or in a management position. So it's a matter of defining those skills that that will help you be successful that you enjoy doing and and go work at it, man. Makes sense. And if there's ever any conflict with the people skills, you always have karate to fall back on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So some people who are listening are still in their working years and their employers who make hiring decisions. What do you think they need to know about older workers that they might not fully appreciate? Well, I face this as I've decided to go to work. I started applying for jobs. And a lot of people would say, first, you're overqualified. Yeah, I was an executive for an insurance company. You're overqualified to do this job. And sometimes that's unfair. And sometimes I think the employer missed a good chance to hire a good employee. So think outside the box. Just because we're aging doesn't mean we can't do different type jobs. We're Today, we age a whole lot. Let me put stronger. I started to say slower, but our mental capacity is is uh, stronger, I think, for the most part. I think we're smarter. I think we're stronger physically. But we can be, and we should be. We're living longer, obviously. So let's be, give us a chance to be productive as we age. Let us help us find the things. Let that employer look. I mean, he can. He might have some diamonds in the rough out there that he's overlooking that could help his his workforce be stronger. So, uh, the employer, I would just suggest to them that you know, look hard, be willing to take a chance on that older guy. I know a lot of people. I think I'm productive now, but I, and I think a, several employer employers passed up an opportunity to get a positive influence in their workforce. Well, I appreciate all that. And Harry, I think you created a new catchphrase, age stronger. Age stronger. I appreciate your your uh, time today. Good luck in your trip to New York tomorrow. Well, thank you very much. Have a great day, man. Time to add a few things to your to-do list following today's conversation with Harry King. Just wanted to mention before we get into those ideas that before we started recording, We were talking and Harry shared with me that he was on his way to New York from South Carolina tomorrow, and that's because he was being interviewed on Good Morning America. So if you're interested in taking a look at that, you'll find a link in the show notes. Now on to a few ideas. Number one, how will you age stronger? What's on your list this year to take your fitness level up? And as he pointed out, we tend to sometimes veer toward the cardio But remember to keep strength training in your regimen. Number two, what could your second or third act be as a part-timer in your retirement? I think this is the key takeaway from this conversation today. What are you doing that you love to do that maybe could be some type of part-time role or your own business? It may not be something that's equal to your your full-time career, but it could be something you get a lot out of. 
and make a difference to others. Number three, don't be so fast to ditch work forever. And the reason I say that is his comments about sense of purpose. Your sense of purpose doesn't need to come from some work-related thing or even volunteering. But if not that, where will it come from? So keep work, and I use that in quotations, quote-unquote work or projects, in the mix as you think about where will your new sense of purpose come from. I find it comes from experimenting with different things and keep this as a possibility on your list. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Wisdom Podcast. By the way, if you are planning to retire, you may be interested in taking a look at our best books on retirement, a series of recommendations and short summaries of books that can add something to your planning. They're primarily about the non-financial side of retirement planning, but they're also not all about retirement. But they have some great ideas, frameworks, and models that you could apply planning your next chapters. Thanks for listening. 